0: Thanks for joining me on this journey and welcome to the journey with Jenny podcast on SM enlightenment radio or TV, where we hit all the topics that help and encourage you on this journey of life, everything from health to mindset, to business, to finances, anything that helps you and makes your life better. We cover it all. Welcome back to Journey with Jenny. And today we are talking about five lies robbing you of the joy of starting your business. So, we're going to talk about what they are and we're going to talk about how to get past them. So, you've had this nagging thought in the back of your mind for a while the whole what if, what if, what if I were my own boss? What if I could create my own hours? What if I could create my own schedule? What if I could call the shots? What if I ran this joint? What if I really got paid what I was worth? What if I could just take off in the middle of the weekend, go skiing or snorkeling or for a run or for a bike ride, basically be in charge of my own schedule? What would that life be like? What if I had that control of my schedule, of my paycheck, of my life? And this episode is for you if you have had those thoughts. And the thing is that if you have had those thoughts, well, you are not alone because a University of Phoenix survey says that 63% of 20-somethings want to start a business. Wow, 63%. That's crazy. And that's focusing on the 20-somethings, but this is not limited to just the 20-somethings. But there is a huge interest and appetite for entrepreneurship. And why is that? Well, one of the reasons is because there's a lot of different role models that have demonstrated that you don't need to spend decades toiling at someone else's company and learning an industry before you can be a, become a success in your own right. So Sam Sanders, PhD and chair of the School of Business at the University of Phoenix says that many young people want to start a business right away as opposed to paying their dues, end quote. So it's really interesting. But like I said, it's not just millennials. Many people have thought that about having their own business, about having, being able to create their own lifestyle, being able to create their own schedule, just having that itch, that desire to start a business. And I'm guessing that maybe you have had that same thought because you are listening to this. So why haven't you done anything about it? What is holding them back? What is holding you back? Well, let's look at five common things, five lies that could very much be holding you back from starting your business. What are these five lies that are robbing you of that joy of what it feels like to start your own business, okay? So let's look at them. Number one, lie number one is I can't do it. Basically, the lack of confidence or the fear of failure. And if you are just listening, you are missing out on visual. So you definitely have to check us out on YouTube on SM Enlightenment Radio and TV to be able to check them out. But the whole concept of lacking confidence, the fear of failure. Listen to this quote. This is from um, insights from a startup loan survey of 2,000 people. Quote, six in 10 people surveyed that had stated that they dreamed of opening their own company said they were not confident that they would ever start up a business, end quote. There it is, that lack of confidence. This fear of failure stems from a lot of different things. It could come from a lack of exposure to entrepreneurship, to past failures of their own, to lacking the knowledge of how to run a business. And this was especially notably to be true for women. So this is a big one and it doesn't just affect women, but it is one of the big, big reasons why women are holding back from starting their own business. So please listen up. Listen up to this, okay? Because it's interesting. I find this very fascinating because this was a big one in the reasons why people don't start their business. Confidence, not believing they can do it, not believing in themselves, their minds telling themselves lies about this. And it's just really interesting to me because this goes back to the very first episode that I did for this podcast for Journey with Jenny. And bonus points, if you are saying it out loud right now, what the topic was of that episode, I'll give you a second if you're not shouting it out, but yes, it's mindset. And I had said in that episode, it is foundational. And that's one of the reasons why I did that as my very first episode, because mindset is foundational to everything we want to do. Everything is foundational. It's foundational to whatever we want to do. And in this case, we're talking about starting our own business. But having the right mindset is so pivotal. And the only solution to a fear of failure is to change your mindset. You have to see failure as an opportunity for learning and growth and stop seeing it as the end of the road, as an indictment of your abilities or a stain on your character. The thing is here is that many of us are not born with the right mindset, we need to work on our mindset. And that is a continual thing. It's a daily thing. It's a moment by moment thing sometimes. It's just like really working on bringing that mindset back to where you need to be to focus forward and do the things that you need to do. And that's where Personal development comes in. That's where self care comes in. That's where taking care of your health and our bodies, all of it comes into play, which side note is why I love what I do because helping people have healthy bodies lends them to having healthy minds, which lends them to being able to do and complete the things that fuel them, that they are passionate about, that they are driven to do. And so that's why I love doing what I do, helping support people and their health so that they can go out into the world and do what they love and make a difference for other people. Um, So going back to mindset, though, first things that you need to do, go back and listen to episode number one. If you missed that, Um, if you haven't listened to that already, go and do that. Okay, so Those of you who have already listened to that, you are still with me. And for those of you that have just gone back and listened to it and come back with me, welcome back. Um, So then the second thing to do is go and read, get the book, read or listen to it, um, Dr. Shad Helmstetter's book, what to say when you talk to yourself. I talked a lot about that in that first episode, so that should sound very familiar to you, okay? Next thing is say daily affirmations. That is what that book is all about and is about. What you say when you talk to yourself is in the title. It's pretty obvious, but I know it sounds pretty obvious, but it's one of those things that we don't do. And when we don't do it, then all these what ifs and these crazy thoughts and then crazy talk starts creeping into our mind. And then we get veered off track and then we start believing those lies and then we start believing that we can't do it and then we don't have the self confidence to do it. Okay. So the next thing I want you to do is read, read. Read, read, or listen to books, (laughs) but read, read, listen to people read you books. So what should we read? Well, read short excerpts of successful entrepreneurs. Um, you can pick anyone and and just read short little blurbs. And I'm sure there's a ton of websites that you could go to and find one if you don't have those handy. I know in my business, we have little short excerpts of people that have been successful in our business. And it's a very good thing to read. Read first thing in the morning, read when you're going to bed, read at lunchtime. Just always be continually feeding your mind with these things. Also, read books that support your mindset, that teach entrepreneurship and the the keys of having an entrepreneur mind. So some ideas for books to start with might be, besides what to say when you talk to yourself, uh, Crash the Chatterbox, Three Feet from Gold. The Ant and the Elephant, that's another one that I talked about in the first episode. The Entrepreneur Mind, 100 Essential Beliefs, Characteristics, and Habits of Successful Entrepreneurs. So those are a few to get you started. Um, If you need more, you can definitely um, reach out to me and let me know some, you know, ask me about some other ones, but that's a good place to get started. And I want to share this article from Forbes Online, written by Donna M. DeCarolis, who is a PhD, who is the founding dean of the Charles D. Close School of Entrepreneurship at Drexel University. And I'm going to read it. It's a long quote. I'm going to actually read her article uh, because it's really, really good. It speaks to this mindset, and it speaks to the difference of the mindset that we need to have as entrepreneurs. Um, So This is uh, what Donna de um, Carolis says, quote, my bet is that if you ask anyone on the street to describe the term entrepreneur, they will tell you that it is someone who starts a business. If you ask them to describe some characteristics of an entrepreneur, they will throw out terms like visionary, leader, and possibly hero. They will describe an entrepreneur as a risk taker, aggressive, influential, creative, opportunistic, someone with a big personality. This depiction is only partially correct. All of us are entrepreneurs. We are born with the innate ability to survive and survival involves innovative thinking. Think about your life. Think about the times you needed to make a decision, a choice, that involved doing something innovative, something you were not accustomed to doing so that you could move on or adapt to a challenging situation. In our normal course of daily living, we are faced with choices. She goes on to say, granted, some of these choices are more significant than others. And these are the choices that I am addressing, the choices that are out of the norm, the situations that afford us a real opportunity to change our lifestyle, our life, and adapt or destroy our normal way of approaching whatever life throws at us. When we choose to embark on a path not chartered, we are engaging in a small act of entrepreneurship, Being entrepreneurial is essentially about thinking and doing something that we have not done before in order to achieve a desirable goal or outcome. It is about assessing the situation, designing alternatives, and choosing a new way, or perhaps a combination of ways that we hope will lead us to something better. However, we happen to define better at that moment. Hopefully, we make our choices in the context of maximizing our happiness without harming others, the ethics that underlie all of our choices. She goes on to say, We are selling ourselves short if we do not define ourselves as entrepreneurs. If we choose to accept that entrepreneurs are the other people who take a chance, who think and act differently when challenges arise, I bet that throughout the course of the year, you make entrepreneurial choices. It may not be manifested as manifested as developing the latest app, the coolest new service, the next great business model. My bet is that your small act of entrepreneurship is manifested as the choice you make to alter your life, to go through the pain of detaching yourself from what you usually do and attempt a new course of action, the pain of choosing to be resilient in the face of adversity, The gut wisdom of taking a risk because you know that you just can't do more of the same. Maybe it is starting a company. Maybe it is presenting a new idea to your boss. Maybe it is choosing to pursue a degree. Maybe it is physically moving to another location. The choices are endless and we face them throughout our lives. When we think innovatively and act on that innovation, we are entrepreneurs. End quote. So, what I just shared with you was all the article um, that is on Forbes um, online, written by Donna M. De Carolis, PhD, who is the um, founding dean of the School of Entrepreneurship at Drexel University. So, all credit goes to her for what I just read to you. But I thought that was really powerful because I wanted to share that with you because it speaks to the mindset, the mindset that you need to have as an entrepreneur, and understanding that we have that innate in us already so to say oh i can't do that or i'm that's for other people or i'm not able to do that is selling yourself short so i hope that reframes the mindset and helps in the area of confidence and fear of failure think about all of the things you have already done the decisions you have already made did you fear its outcome or did you go into it confidently? So I specifically think of college. So for those of you who went to college, did you go in with the fear and trepidation and worried that um, would it really produce a job for you? Worried if that you would even have the skills necessary for the workforce? No, chances are probably not. You probably weren't worried about that because it was a given. It was just kind of the next thing that you did. You went to college and you got your degree and just assumed that there would be a job there. And I know things are a lot different right now, which is part of the reason why we're talking about entrepreneurship. But the basic thought was it wasn't a big risk per se, right? And there was that expectation. It was kind of a cultural norm. And so the thing is, is just to reframe our mindset because entrepreneurship is not in the path of expectation. It's not in the path of normalcy. And that therefore, it gives rise to fear and uncertainty because, ooh, this is something different. This isn't something that everybody goes and does. So just think about your mindset as approaching college or or pick any other decision in your life. And, and compare that to your thought about going into entrepreneurship and starting your own business and see what comes up and, and kind of walk through the, the fears and the thoughts that you have about that. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't risk and there isn't valid reason for fear um, when going into entrepreneurship. And therefore, it re- it does require careful planning. And there is risk involved. Absolutely. What I'm just saying is take a step back and look. Look at your life, look at when there was no fear in decisions that you made and such confidence and look at when there was fear in the decisions you made and compare that to your thoughts about entrepreneurship and just evaluate it and see where that lands you, okay? So that is all in number one, the lie that I can't do it because of lack of confidence and fear of failure. All right, so that's lie number one. All right, we're gonna move on to lie number two. Lie number two is I don't know enough. So this fits the- I love that meme. So you are definitely missing out if you're if you're not watching. Um, so I don't know enough, the lack of knowledge and resources and not not having that business know-how, all right? So this is a great one, and it makes total sense. It's understandable because it's something you've never done before, right? But here's the thing. I want to challenge you on this. Stop and think about your current job that you have. Think about what you do day in and day out on your job and what you've done over the past year in your job. Now, tell me, how much of that activity that you do on a daily basis that you've done in the past year were you trained to do in college? How much did you actually know before you were hired? Chances are you had basic skills, but learned the majority of it on the job. Maybe you didn't even have the basic skills. Who knows? Because I know one of the common phrases that when it comes to companies and when they're hiring people and they're they're looking for coachable people that are capable of learning. So they're not even always necessarily looking for the skills that they're like, well, we can teach that as long as they're coachable. And that's the way a lot of businesses approach the people that they're looking at. They're looking for hard workers and people that are willing to put in the time and, and are able to learn new things. So think about what you have already accomplished accomplished and, and and what you do in your job. And so, yes, there are certainly exceptions to this. But my point is that you and many other employees have learned a lot on the job. Would you agree with me there? So it will be no exception for you as the employer, as the entrepreneur as well, going through that process there's things you don't know. You haven't done it before. You can learn on the job. Yes, there is a lot to learn, but it is learnable. Everything that has been done had to be done for the first time at some point, right? So go on, figure it out. Use trial and error. Just go for it. And the hockey great uh, Wayne Gretzky reminds us, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So what to do about it. What should you do if you're really feeling this lack of knowledge and just not knowing what to do? Well, find a mentor. Get advice. Seek out other successful entrepreneurs. Surround yourself with people who have done the things similar to what you want to do. Interview people. Ask questions. Get curious. There are so many resources right at your fingertips. There are so many places to reach out and check things. Um, there's a lot on the internet that can be um, helpful to you. One is Founder.com, which is F-O-U-N-D-R, um, has a lot of great resources. SmallBusiness.com has a lot of great resources as well. So there's a lot of things out there. Those are just a couple of things. But definitely, my advice is is find a mentor, find someone in the field where you want to go, seek them out, and uh, ask them questions, get to know them, and um, create a circle of people around you. And I'm sure you've heard the phrase that you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with the most, that you spend the most time with. And so think about who are those people? And if those aren't people that are in the area where you want to be that are successful in the area of business that you want to create a business in... Well, then make changes, find people in those circles and befriend them, get to know them. And that will give you great, great insight and great understanding of what it takes and what you need to know in order to be successful in business. So that is the second one. The second lie that we have going around in our head is that I don't know enough, just having the lack of knowledge and the business know-how. You can learn it. You can figure it out. Okay, so those are the first two that we've covered here in the first segment. And when we come back from the short break, we are going to go into reasons three through five um, about what these lies are that are robbing you of the joys of having your own business. So I am Jenny Hardy on the Journey with Jenny podcast and SM Enlightenment Radio and TV, and we will be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Journey with Jenny podcast and SM Enlightenment Radio and TV. I'm Jenny Hardy, and we are talking about the five lies that rob you of the joy of having your own business. So what is holding you back from starting your own business? So we have covered numbers one and two already in the first segment. And we are going to continue on with number three. So number one was, I can't do it. I don't have the confidence. I have the fear of failure. Number two is, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't have the business know-how. So we covered those two in the first segment. Number three we're going on to is, I don't have the money. Lack of funding and business capital, okay? So that there is an empty wallet. I just, I don't have the money. So yeah, like that, that's a great one. Like, where did it go? How do I get this started, right? So yes, this is definitely an issue. Creating a startup takes money. It definitely does. And depending on what the startup or the business is, depends on how much money that it will take to actually get started and get off the ground. So look around at the options and see what opportunities opportunities are out there for you. Some cost more than others, but yes, it takes an investment to create business and to make money. So Serenity Gibbons tells us in Forbes.com that quote, launching a business takes money and most people don't have ample cash to throw at a startup. There are several options here. First off, you could begin saving now for the funds to establish your business. If you shop for a better mortgage and reduce your house payments by refinancing, you can sock the savings away in your startup fund. You can trim costs in other areas to put away a few hundred dollars each month or save even more by picking up a side gig. Barring that, you can secure funding in a variety of ways, okay? So listen up, here's some different things that you can do to make money. She goes, Serenity goes on to say, such as borrowing from friends and family, crowdfunding, seeking loans and grants, or even working with angel investors and venture capitalists. So there's always a way forward, end quote. So I wanted to go back to one of those things that Serenity Gibbons mentioned. She mentioned a side gig. There are a ton of options here. So if you don't have the cash flow right now, you can do some things on the side to be able to get the cash flow. or do any of the other ideas that she mentioned, but there are some ways that you can go out and earn the money to be able to put into your startup. So, um, and those side gigs that you have could even turn into bigger ventures and create more profit than you originally thought. So if you are interested in side gig options or in an option that doesn't require as much capital, but does require time and sweat equity, let me know, I can point you in the right direction. As always, you can reach out to me um, on Instagram at Jenny Hardy. Uh, and so just send me a DM and I would be happy to point you in the right direction there. All right. So that is number three. I don't have money. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of different ways. So don't let that be one of the things that holds you back from having the amazing experience and the joy of actually having your own business. All right. Number four is... I don't have the time or the effort. You're not willing to put in the effort, okay? So time and effort. So big things here. And again, it comes down to your commitment to this, okay? So the reality is that most startups fail because they just give up, not because they run out of capital. So we were just talking about capital, right? So there's ways that you can get the capital. So the thing is that the majority of people just give up. And this makes me think of the story, the book Three Feet from Gold. And so if you're not familiar um, with that story, I um, highly recommend to go back and get all the details of it. But basically, the short and the very, very short version is, and I mentioned this book um, earlier in the first segment, but basically um, someone was going and digging for gold and was digging, 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 finally gave up and said, this isn't worth it, sold all the equipment. The person that they sold the equipment to came in, just moved over a little bit and found three feet from where they had stopped digging, they found the gold. So it was just a matter of giving up. And so that is a perfect picture of so many things that we do in our lives, not just in business, but our focus here is on starting a business. And so the reality is, like I said, most startups fail because they just give up. So don't be one of those people. Put in the effort and and do what it takes to be successful. Just keep going. It definitely takes a lot of effort and you do need to be committed to your goal, keeping your eye on the end result, the reason behind what you do. And this is often called your why. You've probably heard this before if you've ever been thinking of a business. you probably heard it outside of business too, is gaining a lot of popularity and talking about your why. But this is so critical when it comes to creating a business because why are you doing this? If you don't take the time to really sit down and process through this, you need to. So Why are you doing this? Who are you serving in doing this? What opportunity is it affording you? What opportunity is affording the people that are involved in it? Your commitment level needs to be 100%. You absolutely need to believe in it, in its purpose, in your role, in what can be accomplished through your efforts here. You need to be invested and completely committed to the dream because that is what you will keep coming back to on the hard days, in the hard moments. (laughs) In other words, all the time, (laughs) because it's not easy. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it, right? And the reality is, is that most people lack commitment. It's just a fact. And so you have to be willing to do it until. You know it's going to get hard. You know it's not going to be easy. And that's why having your focus, understanding what your why is, and putting it all around. I'm sure you've heard of sticky notes, right? And putting sticky notes on your mirror and putting pictures of your end goal all over your house and really keeping that dream in the forefront because when you're doing all the ticky tacky all the stuff that you don't really want to be doing, that you have to understand this is getting me to that goal. And so keeping that in the forefront and understanding that helps you keep your commitment and helps you put in the effort and helps you keep going and to not give up. And the, the problem is that most people with the first sign of something hard or something that didn't go their way or the first no or the first rejection, they say, I'm out. I'm tapping out, like that's it. And commitment is hard to find these days. It is rare. So let me ask you this. Are you committed? Are you willing to put the work in until? Do you see your dreams? Is the vision clear? Do you taste it? Are you willing to work for it? According to Startup Frat, quote, a startup is hard work and fraught with many challenges. And worst of all, there are literally no guarantee of success. In fact, it is guaranteed that the odds are stacked against you with nine of 10 businesses failing within the first 10 years, end quote. (laughs) That wasn't a very uplifting thing, was it? But it's truth. It's reality. And you have to understand what you're going in for. And that's why your commitment level needs to be so high and your effort needs to be that 110% effort in order to see success. Because the reality is most people don't see success. Also, according to Startup Frat, quote, although you are starting a business to make money as the end goal, you need to accept that when you step into entrepreneurship, you will almost immediately be earning less in the upcoming years, end quote. Again, all things that point, like they look like they're going backwards, right? But you have to understand that process. And that's why your effort and your commitment level needs to be matched and beyond what it's going to take because you need to have that commitment to push through that. Because again, most people are gonna give up okay and also according to startup frat quote you may see valuable career alternatives in front of your eyes every day and the opportunity cost for a younger person is even higher end quote. So just understanding what the opportunities are in front of you, what the cost is, you need to count the cost and see, is this worth it to me? Do I want to put in that effort? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to do what it takes? And so that is the reason number four is I don't have the time I don't have the effort. So taking an honest evaluation of understanding what is the time level? Am I committed? Am I willing to put in the effort? And then going for it. Okay. So that's number four. And the fifth one is I need the security of a steady paycheck. Okay. So this is one that is... Like this is something, this is something, this is like we talked about the entrepreneurial mindset, um, a couple episodes ago. So this can be in the lie category. I wanted to throw this in here because it's something to really think about. If you are serious about being an entrepreneur, if you are serious about, wanting to start a business, these are things that you need to process through and think about. And I put this in the lie category because it is a bit of a fallacy anymore. And here's why. Because safe is the new risky. So let me ask you, how many people do you know who are still in the same job that they got out of college? How many people do you know who were employed by the same company for 20, 30, or 40 years? yes, it does exist. Yes, it does. I'm not saying it doesn't. But my point is, is that it's rare anymore. And that's for several reasons. One is that companies just aren't around that long. I mean, like, look at the turnover. I mean, if you're as old as I am, like, I mean, look at the turnover in your lifetime. I don't even think you have to be as old as I am to think about the companies that were here 10 years ago, that were around 10 years ago that are not here anymore. And so just understanding that just there fewer and fewer companies are just staying around for the long haul. Yes, they exist. Yes, they are there. Yes, they have some employees that have been there that whole time with them but it's not the common story. And another is that the companies don't keep their employees that long. They're finding it costs more to have the employees that have all that experience and all that time. And so there are so many things that are shifting in the marketplace. So counting on one company for 40 years is just no longer the status quo. It's no longer the standard, the gold standard of expectation um, and of, of reality. And so that's why I say like, Yes, it is a mindset thing, but it's also looking at the reality of what is happening in our world, and uh, the it might just be a fallacy, a lie that you're telling yourself of wanting that, but there's no guarantee that that is actually going to be there for you. And, like I said, this mindset is definitely a difference in entrepreneurship. And I did talk about this, as I just mentioned, in another episode. It was episode number five the difference in employee mindset versus employer mindset. So, this conversation we're having today is actually just in some ways an extension of that conversation of understanding the differences in employee mindset versus employer mindset. And this is just taking it a step further and understanding what are the things that I need to think through in order to jump into entrepreneurship, in order to start my business. So you definitely need to have an appetite to handle those ups and downs and the discipline to prepare for them as well um, when you're not getting that um, steady paycheck. So an antidote to that is start your business on the side while you are doing your regular nine-to-five and build it to the point where you can step away From that nine to five securely. And again, start working on your mindset. It's never too early to start on your mindset. It's just funny how we begin and end with mindset. And I just, I kind of think that's going to be a theme. Like it all comes back to mindset, no matter what we're doing, no matter if we're talking about our health journey, no matter if we're talking about just trying something new. And in this case, that new thing is stepping out into entrepreneurship and starting a business. So, there are your five lies that are keeping you from starting your business, that are robbing you of the joy that you can be having of starting your business. So to review, number one, I can't do it. Just the lack of confidence and the fear of failure. Okay? So I think we've put that one aside. Number two, I don't know enough. Just having that. I love that one. If you're not watching, you're not seeing it. But like, I think we talked about how you can learn those, learn what you need. Number three, I don't have enough money. Go back and listen to that section. We came up with all kinds of different ways that you can be able to get the money that you need to start the business. Number four, I don't have the time or the effort. Okay. So we talked about that. It has to be out of a deep desire and you will create the time you will put in the effort. It is something that is valuable to you. And number five, I need the security of a paycheck. So we talked about that one that is fresh on our mind, okay? So those are the lies that are robbing us of the joy of starting our own business. So let's end on a more positive note, okay? So on the flip side, let's look at reasons why people want a business, okay? We had talked about millennials earlier, so I want to share some interesting stats about millennials, and it's just kind of interesting because The cliche thing about millennials is they only focus on fun and postponing adulthood. But the reality of the research is actually striking. 47% is the percentage of millennials who say wealth creation is the number one rated catalyst to start a small business. So that sounds pretty motivating to me. 40% 40% say the appeal of being one's own boss is what propels them to want to start a business. And 61% say the best job security comes from owning one's own business. And I think that's really fascinating because that's very telling. That goes back to what I was just talking about with number five about the reality that the feeling of having that security of a regular paycheck might not actually be um a true security, which I don't think after what we just went through in the time of recording, this is 2022. We just went through two crazy years. And so I don't think I need to tell you my listeners about the reality of, we don't know what's coming there. You know, the security, the feeling of security, it might not really be reality. And I want to share these. I thought this was really interesting. This startup loan survey of two of two thousand people gives us the top five reasons given to set up your to start your own business. Okay, so top one, number one, is flexibility. Flexibility in working hours and working locations. Twenty four percent people said this was the reason um, that they wanted to start their own business. Number two was being your own boss. Uh, came in at twenty two percent. Number three was the potential earn Uh, 12% said that. Number four was self-achievement, 6% said that. And then number five was the opportunity to pursue your hobby as your business, Um, 6% said that. And I love that too. I think that's really cool because this is so often, it's things that that you love, it's things that you are passionate about. And then that is what drives you and that gives you the effort and gives you the desire to create the time to do these things. So all of those wrapped up um, together. So Let me ask you this, where do you fit in here? Is your feeling even stronger now of wanting to start your own business? Are you getting excited at the possibilities? Maybe you just need a little more direction. Maybe the information here was enough and you are off and running with your idea and that's awesome, let me know about it. Um, Write me a message on Instagram, let me know what you are doing, I would love to hear about that. But maybe you still need a little bit of help, a little bit of guidance of where to start, of some help pointing you in the right direction. So if that is you, then I invite you to grab your Am I Ready to Start a Business quiz. Okay. So this is a um, freebie that I have for you. It's a quiz. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Um, So go ahead and download is, am I ready to start a business quiz? So download it, take the quiz and see how ready you are for entrepreneurship. This could get you one step closer to getting your business out into the world. So I want to hear from you. Let me know what your business ideas are if you have them or what your hesitations are if you are stalling on getting started in your business. Let me know those hesitations um, and reach out to me, like I said, on Instagram. You can DM me there. I'm at Jenny Hardy, J-E-N-N-I-E-H-A-R-D-Y. So I would love to hear from you. So I hope this has been helpful. I'm excited to hear about the businesses that you are thinking about, that you are getting started. that you are getting out there in the world and thanks for listening that's a wrap thanks so much for joining me on sm enlightenment radio or tv or joining us on the journey with jenny podcast if you enjoyed this episode please download my podcast and leave a five-star rating and review it really does help and i would be so grateful i'm jenny have a good one